0: Most people in ancient times lived in little villages. The biggest excitement they got in a day was if someone fell over in the mud or if a pig got the hiccups. But not in Rome. Thanks to the success of its army, Rome was soon the largest city in the world and home to over one million people, a sprawling mass of houses, temples, theatres, baths and shops. If you were a visitor from one of those tiny villages, your jaw would have practically hit the pavement at the sheer size and magnificence of the place. Hands over your ears. The place was jam-packed. Most Romans lived crowded together in apartment blocks divided by narrow streets full of traffic and people. And it was incredibly noisy. There were the piercing shouts of street sellers, the racket of wooden carts, the plink and plonk of musicians, knife grinders setting your teeth on edge, and the bashing and crashing of carpenters and metalsmiths. Shapes in the Ash The ancient city of Pompeii in southern Italy tells us loads about what Roman houses looked like, what type of work Romans did, and what they ate. On the 24th of August 79 AD, a volcano called Mount Vesuvius erupted and buried Pompeii in hot ash and lava. Houses, people and animals were covered in the ash, which cooled and hardened like rock. 2,000 years later, the city was rediscovered and dug out. Everything looked like it did the day the volcano erupted. Bread was still in the ovens, food in the restaurants, tools in the workshops and furniture in the houses. Bodies had decomposed but left shapes in the hardened ash. Experts filled these holes with plaster to create statues of the people and animals killed in the disaster. There are still lots more things to find in Pompeii. The only problem is that digging it up might destroy it. Some people are worried that the buildings are starting to crumble and break, plus lots of tourists visit Pompeii and walk all over it, chipping off bits to take home as souvenirs. Hands over your mouths! Apart from the noise, another massive problem was the smell. With so many people living and working close together, the streets quickly filled with rubbish, rotting food and lots of poo. (coughs) Luckily, the Romans had a system to wash it away. Think of all the reasons you need water. Drinking, cooking, cleaning, washing. That's a lot of wet stuff, isn't it? But times it by a million, and that's how much water Rome needed every day. Unfortunately, people couldn't use the water from the local river because it got really dirty and they'd have found themselves guzzling dishwater and other people's wee. (coughs) So the Romans built aqueducts, long channels for bringing in fresh water from springs outside the city. But being Romans, they didn't mess around if there was a problem. When there was a valley in the way, they just built a bridge with a channel inside it to carry the water. At one time, Rome had nine of these aqueducts, delivering 46 million gallons of water to the city every day. It collected in big reservoirs, then flowed through pipes into fountains, baths and private villas all round the city. Once it had been used, the dirty water from the streets, houses and toilets flowed back out of the city in sewer pipes. Making the rules, hard one. Building things like sewers and public toilets was very complicated, and the Romans needed a strong government to persuade people to cough up the money for all that digging and plumbing. But they were fed up with having kings like Romulus telling them what to do. It was their money, and they wanted to be able to decide how to spend it. So they turned their city into a republic, which basically means they ran it themselves. In charge was the Senate, 300 posh people who claimed they were related to the very earliest Roman shepherds and the assembly, which was basically everybody else except women, slaves, foreigners and kids. Making the rules, part two. The Roman Republic was really successful. All Roman citizens felt they had a say in how Rome was run and were really proud of it. And to remind everyone of that fact, the letters SPQR, which stood for Senatus Populus Qua Romanus...